Thank you so much, everybody, for joining me for another episode of Real Talk with Adriana. Today with me, I have the two co-owners of Boss Marketing, Mikhail Marez and Brooke Hozier. First of all, guys, thank you so much for being with me today. Yes, not a problem. Okay, so a couple questions for you guys. Um, so tell us a little bit about who you guys are and kind of what some of your background is. So I'm Brooke Hozier. Um, a lot of people probably know me from uh, Brooklyn Graphics. I was the owner of that, uh, co-owner with my sister, Brittany. Um, so we sold a couple years ago, or last year, and um, Mikhail worked for me, and we just decided to open up a design company that's all online, and here we are. Okay, and Mikhail, tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, like uh, Brooke was saying, um, I originally started with her, um, working for her little business. Um, like she said, we kind of opened that boss marketing once we kind of uh, decided to end that relationship with the old business. Um, I'm still actually with the new owner of uh, who essentially bought Brooklyn's Graphics, which is now uh, Casey George with Casey's Graphics. So I still work with her, but uh, like Brooke said, like we just kind of opened this online business. Okay. And this is, um, is it specifically just online, like, website development, um, graphic design? What do you guys have more of an emphasis on? So, uh, we do do websites. Um, we also do, uh, like you mentioned, graphic design, which we do, uh, like, full branding. So, like, uh, like uh, logos, um, you know, like, social media, anything you might need to do with your business. Okay. And, you know whatever that entails, so yeah. Okay, so like the whole design type of spectrum, so if somebody's opening up a new business, you right. guys can help them come up with, you know, their new logo and kind of brand recognition type stuff. Exactly. And business card designs and all that good stuff. Cool. And do you guys do it out of um, where the office is right now of Casey's Graphics or is there somewhere else? So what's nice is we can work remotely. Um, this allows us to, I mean, if we're on vacation and you know we want to do some work, I mean, we literally can sit on a beach and just design. Um, that's kind of the what we wanted to go for here was we could be anywhere and mm -hmm. be able to you know work for our customers, but yet be comfortable wherever we're at. So no, no, no really set office. And I think that's what we wanted to go for was just strictly online. Um, we looked into maybe doing an office, but, um, you know, we both have other projects going on. So it's kind of just a, um, an extra piece of our lives that where we can design for people and um, we still can hold meetings wherever we want. And um, we meet at Zazie's quite a bit. Yeah, it's kind of just fun that way, you know, mm -hmm. being not being tied down to an office. Yeah, well, and I mean, especially right now with oh, COVID, yeah. that's right? like the dream job. <laughs> you don't have to worry about going into the office or getting shut down or exactly. all the extra requirements. You were still able to to go to work exactly. and, and be able to help people. And I would imagine you probably had a lot more business with COVID, just with a lot of businesses having to, maybe that didn't have a website before that when they have to go online, like a lot of the restaurants, now they're forced exactly. to do online. Exactly. Because I know, um, I noticed anyways, when you guys, when all of the restaurants had to kind of shut down and figure out, oh my God, we can only order online, you guys were the ones that implemented the, opened up the restaurant 
you know, website for all the restaurants and kind of, I mean, I saw there was uh, a couple like, like a Facebook posts and yeah. stuff Mikhail, like that. Mokao was the, the man behind that. Like, he's like, do you think I should do this? And I was like, that would be awesome. Because <laughs> yeah. honestly, like, nobody knew where to go. Like, nobody, especially around here, no. like, we don't have a lot of people that deliver or anything like that. You know, you were, you were forced to have pizza. Well, all these restaurants stepped up, but people still didn't know. So... Macau came up with this idea to um, put all of their like menu type items, whether they deliver, um, you carry phone out, number, right. menus, yeah, exactly. And um, the bonus was the the alcohol delivery and all that that the governor <laughs> allowed. I think that helped, you know. I think on I there. miss that a little bit sometimes. Right? <laughs> Once in a while, I'm like, oh, I kind of miss the alcohol being around again. Right? Yeah. So yeah, he. That's all Mikhail. Like he came up with that. Um, I kind of helped him um, gather the information, but I think that was an amazing idea. And it was kind of just free marketing for us as well um, to kind of get our name out there since we had just launched at the beginning of the year. Um, had what a time, really, right? Exactly. So it really was just a lot of free marketing, got our name out there. Um, uh, I think our analytics on our website just showed a lot more hits, mm -hmm. um, especially for that. But it, it really just brought people to light on our our aspect of what we do. Well, and I think for a lot of people out here, it was it was a big deal. And I thought, I think it was really super helpful because I mean, there was multiple posts and, right. you know, pages and groups. And I was like, oh wait, this one's not here. And they were not being very accurately reflected across all of the different pages. Like right. there was some that I would see People would comment on like the Morgan County one, and oh, they're, you're missing this one though, and oh, you're oh, you have this one on there, but they're not actually open, or right. their hours are wrong, or they're not doing delivery, but these ones are. Right. It was just such a mishmash, it, and it so was much chaos. It, and people were nice, like if they were like, "No, oh, you forgot us," or "This is what we do," or "You have our phone number wrong." Like they were real nice about it, and um, it's advertising for them too, you know. Mm -hmm. So did you have a quite a few of those? restaurants actually reach out to you afterwards i think we had a few but i mean Macau really hit the mark and got um most of the information just off facebook or um, their websites themselves but mm -hmm. um even just a quick call to see if what they were doing if what they were offering mm -hmm. um i think that just helped but yeah everyone's real nice about it so have some of them become clients now um not no. No, not as many as you'd like yeah. Which, I mean, it's understandable that we were still going through COVID, so. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those pieces of people, though, we had at Brooklyn Graphics, too. So it was kind of a nice um, let them know that we've moved on to this, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, a lot of those restaurants we had done previous advertising for. Well, and that helps because you kind of had that, that relationship already built exactly. and that level of trust right. that for a lot of you know, people out here especially, it's hard to trust an outside business that you oh, don't yeah. know who they are, well, you don't know if they're going to steal you your information, you know. Those phone calls and they're like, we're advertising for the high school. And you're like, where are you from? New York. How are you advertising for our high school? <laughs> you don't yeah, even know. You get so many. <laughs> I get them all the time from that are, oh, for the golf course or for the high school. My favorite is one that's like for the PlayStation. I'm like, um they're not advertising right. like yeah yeah they are and i'm like no they're not i, I just called them they're not doing anything i don't know what you're talking about right right oh it's the police union this i'm like they would post something 
on their page if they were doing a fundraiser exactly. and they haven't so you're lying exactly. and you're just going to take the money in their name like it's not okay well and i feel like i mean you know people always call us like the the stuck up county like we you know we we really look into stuff like that we don't like outsiders coming in that have no potential business around here mm -hmm. you know we we all protect each other and it's kind of nice that you know our businesses stick together like that and help each other out and then you know trying to have companies come in like that you know mm -hmm. it's like, no and you <laughs> we, want your we money go to through stay our local. local businesses for that yeah that's the one thing that i think morgan county is really great about yes. they really like to promote local each businesses other, yes. and yes. have the money that is spent here stay here mm -hmm. you exactly. know the people that are going to be you know sponsoring the high school team or right. you know your kids soccer team or something it's it's people from the community not somebody from washington or exactly. oregon that's they're not going to benefit you in any way they're not going to no. be not gonna part of the back community and, you know shop around here for anything yeah very true yes so what was your guys's main motivation behind opening it up um i think just the fact that we both love designing and with the closing of my business, um, like I wasn't going to be able to like personally just do that stuff. And I still wanted to do that. So I think that was kind of the, the whole initiative behind it um, to give us something extra to do and to keep doing what we love. Um, Mikhail has moved on. Like he said, he still works with Casey. Um, so he still does a lot of that designing. Um, but then he also gets like the websites and stuff from this. Um, I, however, I took a job with MCC teaching design, um, so I, w I don't really get to put a lot of my touches on anything, you know, I'm more mm -hmm. teaching it than, than designing it. So this helps me to stay in the field and stay relevant um, for what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, and I would imagine even still staying in the loop of any new, you know, technology or new things that are coming into the, you know, marketing design exactly. industry. Exactly. Because it seems like there's always, you know, new software that you can use. It used to be, yeah. you know, five, ten years ago, it was just Photoshop and, you know, well, publisher. You, you bought your machine or you bought your CD and you had that CD mm -hmm. for years you know now it's everything's on the cloud and it's all monthly subscriptions and yeah, now <laughs> you have update like every week and <laughs> yep well i know when i i had my logo designed um i had to go get a signs made and stuff and then i was like oh well let me you know i need your vector file I'm like, heck what's a vector file <laughs> can i just send you this jpeg he's like no 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 your main vector file like your source one and i think most people don't even know what that is exactly and i we try and um, especially like when I'm teaching it I try and let like my students know the difference but Mikhail really showcases like on our social media like correct files and stuff not only for our benefit but maybe other designers benefits um, I think that's just our main goal we want good designs out there and we want it to be done correctly um, so that's that's our main focus yeah, when I think that's one of the things that sometimes people maybe don't realize what it actually takes to create a design and to create the vector file from even a JPEG. There's so many different parts to it. And if you don't have the original one and you have, say, a small sign that's like, you know, two feet by three feet and you want it blown up to the size of your building, if work. you just have a JPEG, <laughs> it's it's not going to work. It's going to be all blurry and fuzzy. and Exactly. But if you have the source one, you can actually reformat it so that it adjust exactly and can be blown so up. anyone out there if you're wondering what vector art is it's 
it's just artwork that's created with tangents rather than pixels like in Photoshop. And those tangents can, the vector points can be blown up as big as you want or as small as you want and they don't lose um, the integrity of the, the logo or picture. Yeah, I, I learned that the hard way. I was like, I tried blowing up. <laughs> I was, you know, I was, I was dumb. And I initially, I tried designing my own logo. I'm like, I can do this. Yeah, I couldn't. And do I it. think that's <laughs> the, the biggest fail people can do. Like, your logo is you. And I, the way I look at it is, the more you put into yourself, the better your business is going to be. Mm -hmm. So if you go out and get your logo done properly by um, a good designer, that just shows how you're willing to make your business succeed. Mm -hmm. You want your business to be as good as your logo. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's, I think that's a good way to look at things. Um, you know, you look at companies that come out and if, you know, they just kind of throw stuff together, it's it's funny, those companies usually don't last long, as long. You know, yeah. the, more, the more thought process you put into your business, I think the longer it will succeed. Yeah, well, I think you have a point about the logo thing, you know, because your logo really is is your company exactly you know i mean how many logos do you have nowadays that you know like nike mm -hmm. if you do a good job with it the first time and you can build that brand awareness around it exactly people aren't going to forget it right you know it's and that's, the swoosh that's everybody exactly. knows nike because yeah. of the swoosh exactly what you're you know that's for. that's their logo that's no matter where you go yes. everybody knows that that's what nike is is the swoosh and something as simple as that mm -hmm. it's a trick mark yeah, <laughs> which is, is crazy, right? They, they got in it really fast. <laughs> they, they got in there early enough that that was simple enough the, that it's, it's good. The funniest one I heard was how the Apple logo was created. Um, they were just staring at like a, a bowl of fruit. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it hit them and they're like, apple? And then a bite out of an apple? Like a bite is part of like computer technology. So it's a bite out of an apple. <laughs> So that simple. makes sense. I never thought about it. Yeah, that it's way. so simple. It's a bite out of an apple. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. See, and I, I, when I tried designing my own, I didn't really realize that either. <laughs> and the the graphic designer that I hired, he starts asking me all these questions. He's like, "Well, you know, what do you want to, what do you want to give the impression of? And you know, this color means this when mm -hmm. people see it, and these shades mean this." I'm like. I had no idea that that much went into actually designing a logo. Like, uh, like, like you said, you had um, Allison Gorell on last mm -hmm. week. We actually did her logo. Yeah, did you? Which, um, I mean, like, looking just kind of dissecting that a little bit, like, she really wanted to have uh, like a like a more like minimalist kind mm -hmm. of design, while also kind of like uh, referring to like the construction aspect for like the uh, portions that she mm -hmm. uh, you know consults on. So you can kind of look at hers. Um, we did like this, uh, essentially like these like kind of like concrete slabs almost. Okay. And we kind of broke it up like bricks on a wall. I kind of broke it up with those lines you kind of see. Okay. And then on top of that, um, she really wanted, uh, specifically she really wanted like some part of her involved in the logo, which um, it, the final version which we chose, um, the logo actually spells out her name if you rearrange the letters specifically. Like I you, didn't notice. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. <laughs> and like if you uh, combine, I believe it's CLPC, I believe, mm -hmm. which um, if you combine the first two letters, the C and the L, it makes the A, the P, for the L and the I, the um, stem of the P is the L, and then the I is kind of, it's kind of weird because it's the negative space in between the, um, the C and the P, so mm -hmm. like the, 
how the P curves around the inside of that to the top of the eye, while the, okay. underneath that, the um, negative space between the stem and the next letter makes the bottom of the eye. And then, of course, the C with the pen mm -hmm. going through it makes the um, G for her name. Which... That's a lot. <laughs> it's, it is, it's, we don't realize that, but that's, I mean, exactly. that's a lot of work to try to get all those letters to, you know, match up and make a cohesive design that doesn't look... You know, like a jigsaw puzzle that went wrong and or something. And most of the time, it's only the, the designer and the person that owns the logo that know the little things in there. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, even just as you were talking about it, in my head, I'm like, God, how much time <laughs> did it take you to work all of those pieces and make it look good? I mean, that takes time. It's not something that you can just do in like 15, 20 minutes. Right. And I think that's the fun part about a logo is the hidden aspects. Mm hmm and Mikhail's really good at doing that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, if you go look at our Facebook page and Instagram, he kind of, um, on a few things, I think that one's on there, mm -hmm. Alice. Yeah. Um, a few things he, on those pages, he kind of shows how he's done that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and how it makes sense. Um, so yeah, check that out. Um, it's really cool. When I think it, I mean, for the business owner, it almost gives you that like, little bit of hidden history and exactly. almost like it's that's a really part of you yeah like i was saying how you know the effort you put in your logo mm -hmm. will seemingly be how your business succeeds and having something that personalized done yeah. and that little meaning i think that just helps you to make your business even more prosperous and grow yeah it almost you makes know? you more proud to display exactly. it because this is exactly. look what this is this is me this is exactly what we created Exactly. Puts that much more pride behind it, I yes. think. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and look at, look at her, <laughs> now you're gonna her logo now. And and try to I, I totally out. am. I'm going to have to do that. I'm, I'm a sucker for, you know, marketing stuff. I In high school, that was like my favorite thing to do. So yeah. anytime I find stuff like that, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm totally going to look at that. I'm, you know, the nerd that sits there and like watches like the marketing stuff on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So back in the day, McDonald's used to use, you know, yellow and red because they actually didn't want you to stay there. They wanted to make you feel uncomfortable. Right. In and out. Yep. But now they've transitioned all their restaurants into, oh, we're more neutral and colors. And now we want yeah. you to stay here for half an hour or and an hour and buy a bunch of stuff though, you know it was more geared towards kids and stuff so i i kind of miss that about you them. miss a lot of the play places right that was like the one thing that as a kid you looked forward <laughs> to going to mcdonald's for and now yeah. some of now them they made it of them. for us again <laughs> that was the one place you know when if you have kids when you were they you drop your kids off and give them their happy meal and right? let them run around for half an hour an hour during the winter and it was nice and now you can't. <laughs> meant to sit down and drink your coffee. And <laughs> Which I get it, but you still miss the old times, right? right? <laughs> so now on um, more fun, I guess, um, topic, who is the person that most inspires you? <laughs> I know, that's a tough one. <laughs> um... Like, I guess she's going to hate me for saying this, but um, Jessica Eddington was my teacher at the college. Okay. And um, I guess she inspires me. She just keeps learning. She just keeps going after it. And, you know, she, she 
turns to me, you know, and she's like, how do you do this? How'd you do that? And I'm like, I just, I'm following what you're doing. Like, she's going to kill me for saying all this, but it's true. You know, like we, we have this relationship where, you know, she loves what I do and I love what she does. And I guess we just kind of feed off of each other. You have and that mutual exactly, support. Exactly. Um, and yeah, she's kind of my, my go-to girl. And I'm like, do you like this or not? You know? Um, so I would say that would be kind of an inspiration for me right there would be trying to keep up with her. <laughs> <laughs> and she, if we asked her, she would probably say that she's always trying to keep up with you. <laughs> what about you, Mikkel? Who's the person that most inspired you? I'd say partly similar to the Brooke. I mean, I, like she was saying, like, I also um, took classes from Jessica as well. Okay. She taught at MCC. But I think more of that... Uh, probably like more of the students I, I had class with because I, I went to high school with a lot of them like we took okay. a lot of the classes together and it was it was a whole program it just was mm -hmm. like a class we were there so we were like we were together for like about like half the day like okay. all the entire week during uh, our high school years especially mm -hmm. I think you know maybe just like uh, them especially like you know like you know we tried to show off to each other and mm. be like you know like oh like I did that this. friendly rivalry yeah and you know and just try to push each other to get better and now I think it's like Brooke was saying, like it's kind of grown out to where I, I myself even like kind of look at Jessica as well. I'm like, oh, like what, what do you think of this? Because you know she was kind of a, a teacher to me, and I try to like you know. You see. want the approval? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then, like, did I do? Did I do this right? <laughs> which I think I still do that, but then like I'm kind of been seeing like more and more like she's like kind of it's kind of going back and forth a little bit more now, but I think you know we, like now it's just like. Just kind of grown. <laughs> That's awesome. I joke with Mikhail, like, the student has become the master. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you want as as, exactly. as a teacher, right? Because then that's, I think, you know, as, as a teacher, you know, that's really the most rewarding part. Exactly. That you, mm -hmm. you taught somebody to do as good as you did your job as a teacher. Yes. I think falling into this position at the college, it was just nice because I loved having... I had a lot of the students come work for me from there and just teaching them a little extra and a little more to move on and grow and you know do their own graphic design stuff it it was just fun i love mm -hmm. doing it and so being able to teach them now and like really manipulate and mold them how they need to be designers and actually survive in the real world um it's it's amazing it's well, and I think the fact that you owned Brooklyn Graphics gives you that much more of an edge because you, yes. because you were successful for so many years, you have that extra edge that maybe some teachers don't because you you lived it. Right, and exactly, and that's exactly it. I think that was one of the main hiring points was the the experience I had, and you know, not only just being a graphic designer, but working in the printing field. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a huge difference from just having it on your screen to actually getting something printed correctly, mm -hmm. and um, that's kind of what we wanted to more showcase like at the college was, you know, it's not just what's on the screen. It's not what you look at. You have to have the files correctly. Just like you were saying, you know, your, your printer and designer is looking for vector files. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have those, then you essentially just have a picture. You mm -hmm. don't have anything. And, you know, trying to get people to understand that and the designers to understand that it's, it's a big process. And that's that's the only way you're going to be a good designer is if you actually know what you're doing and it's it doesn't stop with what's on the screen. Mm -hmm. 
Definitely. I think, you know, like we talked about, it, we so seldom underestimate what it takes to design. So if we see a shirt on the shelf and we think, oh, they just printed it off right away. We don't realize that, you know, they took the time to make sure that the layering and the text and everything exactly. was placed just right on that shirt so that it would look good. And it didn't look all wonky. I've seen some kind of horror stories, I guess, sometimes, you know, where people don't position the object's right, and it looks weird. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what I'm teaching right now is, like, um, proportions. Like, you don't want anyone's logos to be out of proportion, and you have to make sure, especially, like, if you're doing layout, like, in the newspaper or something, you don't want somebody's logo to get smushed or out of proportion because you just lost all the integrity that that person spent on that that logo. It's, mm -hmm. You ruined it by not keeping the integrity of it. Yeah, um, so making it so small that it's exactly. illegible. Exactly. And they, you know, then this person's paid for ad space that they're not really getting because exactly. they can't make out who their phone number is or, yes. you know, what their website is or anything like that. Yes. That's awesome. A lot of little things that go into yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so what is your favorite movie and why? Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, go first. I think about this. Mm -hmm. I'd probably have to say, probably like the original Blade Runner, like the, oh, I believe that Ridley Scott, yeah. It's just because like I really like the, um, also been like talking about graphics, and also like, I've been looking at like cinematography a lot, and I okay. really like, uh, so some of like the, like the old styles that they did, and like, especially like if you look at it now, and I think about like, you know, like how do they make it look so good, especially like the remasters that they've done. Like, it just looks like fantastic. There's some movies that were ahead of their time, <laughs> for sure. But, yeah, no, I just think, like, just overall, you know, like, the, um, of course, like, sort of, like, the hidden, like, symbolism throughout the entire movie, entirely. Mm -hmm. like, there's just so much. Like, it's, like, really one of those movies where you have to kind of watch it, and you see it, and you're like, wait a minute, you have to go back and watch it again mm -hmm. to kind of really grasp, like, oh, that's what they did there. Yeah. And. <laughs> no, that's a good one. I like that one. What about you, Brooke? Um, I'm not, you know, quite as in depth as Mikhail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say my favorite movie would have to be like Beauty and the Beast. Like, it's just a classic, and I just I've watched it since I was a little girl, and I just absolutely adore the movie. I always have. You know, you start playing it, and then you can't help but sing with it. <laughs> Um, my husband always buys me little trinkets um, with the movie and stuff, so I have a bunch of little Beauty and the Beast trinkets. He even bought me one of those, um, the the rose encased in the glass, oh, mm -hmm. the real real rose in there. So, cool. so I have one of those, and yeah, so I have to say that's my favorite movie. So what do you think of the real-life version that they did? It wasn't too bad. I was surprised. I thought it would be... Terrible. I mean, mm -hmm. it's hard to pull stuff off like that, especially, you know, when they bring it to life. But it wasn't, it really wasn't bad. I thought they did a good job with it. Of course, you know, you're always going to want to go back to the cartoon movie, but I think they did a pretty good job with the, the real life. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones that they kept to the original story yes. and they didn't try to change it or manipulate it too much. I think that was probably the best much. part. Right. Yeah. And I have to throw out there, the high school did a really good job when they did that a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, they did that. <laughs> they did an amazing job. I forgot job. about that. Yeah. They did that. I forget what they titled it. But I do remember they did that a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, it was a really, really good performance. 
It's hard it, to pull that stuff off. <laughs> it is, especially when people are so used to how it is. It's almost added pressure because if you yeah. mess up, everybody's exactly, going to know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you want it just like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything else that you guys would like to share with your listeners? <laughs> um, you can check our website out. It's boss-marketing.com. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Just boss Smart. I believe our actual tag name is Marketing by Boss. Marketing by Boss I'm on, sure, on um, both Facebook, Facebook and, and Instagram. Instagram. But I'm sure if you look up Boss Marketing, just look for the red tie. Yeah, and <laughs> you should... yeah, the red tie. That's kind of our our thing that we wanted to go for. That you know, if we design something, um, we could put a little red tie in the bottom corner, and then you would know it was from Boss eventually. So, what is the background on the red tie? Why red tie? I think just because. The, the word boss, like you're looking at that professional, um, and then, I don't know, it just came about with the red. Like, you normally in movies, you see, like, you know, like, the boss always has, like, the tie on. Mm -hmm. I think, um, at least looking through, like, the colors, red was probably, like, the more dominant one. Yeah, overall. it kind of <laughs> says stop yes. and pay attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. No, I like it. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, guys, for talking to me today. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning in and listening. If you haven't already, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my future episodes. Also, if you enjoyed the content, please share it with a friend. 